I just left all my plates and stuff sitting down. I'm like, I'll take care of this later. I walked straight up to Frank Wright and Chris Ballard and just started having a conversation with them. And then... You are listening to the UND Greyhound Guide, the only show of its kind where we highlight the sport management program at the University of Indianapolis located in the amateur sports capital of the world. This content will help listeners better understand both our graduate and undergraduate courses through the voices of students, alumni, and even professors. These conversations provide an insight that you can't get from visiting a website or touring a campus. Also find additional information on our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages to stay up to date. Okay, so today we are talking with Colin Edwards, who is currently enrolled in the sport management program for his bachelor's degree. He's in the last couple semesters and is looking to graduate in 2021. He's from Crawfordsville, Indiana, played baseball and soccer in high school. His ultimate career goal is to be a head scout or GM for an NBA or NFL franchise. Glad to finally have an undergraduate student on to talk to and hear about your experiences. Colin, uh, would you start out by just telling us what drove you to choose UND and more specifically the sport management program? Um, yeah. So going into my senior year of high school, I have never I never heard of the University of Indianapolis, even though my grandfather actually came here for one year a long time ago. It, but one of my buddies who was a grade above me ended up coming here to play football. And then I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and let's go check it out. And then I came here and I was like, man, I actually kind of love this. I love the location. It's not too far from downtown. It's only like a 15-ish minute drive, if that. Uh, and then it's a small location. But since like I was wanting to do sport management and I'm a big pacer guy, I like watching the Indy 11 also. Uh, I'm a Colts fan, so I was like, this is this is perfect for me. I don't have to live downtown. And then there's a small community, so it was kind of like a little one-on-one kind of thing with professors. It's a smaller class, kind of like a high school size class. Uh, so I was definitely like that. So from the perspective of someone who's not that far removed from high school, whenever like high school students ask, and I know like myself coming out, you can't really, it's hard to put into words like what the difference is between learning from a bachelor's degree program and learning from high school. But if you could, how would you explain like what the biggest difference is just in those two fields of study? The biggest thing I'd say is the classes, just because you have so much freedom in college that you think to yourself, you're like, oh, I'm paying for these classes. I don't have to go. Don't let it get to your head that you do not have to go to class. I made that mistake my freshman year and I regret it. So definitely you have to go to class. <laughs> Just think of it that way. There was someone that was in uh, my undergraduate courses and most classes have like a policy. You can miss whatever, a couple yeah, classes like a semester. Yeah. And this one guy I was with always talked about wanting to do it, but he never did skip and I never did. But I would always, one day I, I finally just said to him, like, why don't you, you always talk about why don't you. And he said that in his head, he looks at it like in the realm of sports. He goes, I look at it as before the semester started, I paid for X amount of, of classes <laughs> or like events to attend. And he goes, if I miss it, that's just like throwing money away. And I thought that's a really funny way yeah. to look at it. Yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely wasting a lot of money. So 
you are kind of in the home stretch of the program coming down to your, your last couple of semesters. Do you have something that stands out that has been your favorite part so far? A memory that maybe was a volunteer experience or a class project? You meet so many different kinds of people and you make so many friends. It's definitely one of the best like years of your life to end up going to college and stuff. But one of my favorite volunteer opportunities I got was actually not too long ago. It was right before COVID started. Uh, I helped, I volunteered to work the NFL Combine. I worked both days that we were allowed. It was it was an awesome experience. I got to, you know, you watch the Combine or like you see videos of the Combine, you're like, man, that's awesome. But luckily I got lucky because we got to choose where we wanted to be at, but we didn't know exactly what tasks they were until after we chose it. So I just sat by these two doors for the same two days, 12 hours and six hour shifts. So 18 hours of sitting by this door. Come to find out, this is the door that the prospects are actually going through to get to the bench press. So I got to talk and meet or talk to people uh, like JK Dobbins. I met Jonathan Taylor, Chase Young, and like all these like offensive linemen, cornerbacks, running backs, uh, and defensive, yeah, defensive end. So the offense, defensive line, which man, they are big, big boys. That's for sure. But then I also got to meet like coaches. Like I saw Bill Belichick's son. That was like the first person I saw. Uh, I got to meet Sean Payton, Matt Patricia, but then I also got to meet like the head guy for the NFL security. Like he was telling me all this stuff about how obviously this is before COVID happened, but he was talking about their plans for the uh, in layout for the NFL draft that was coming up. And like in Las Vegas, he showed me, he got on his phone, showed me the little layout plan they had, was kind of talking to me about it. Great guy. Didn't know he was the head of the NFL security until the last day. Yeah. But I mean, it was a cool experience about all these people I got to meet. And obviously, the people I listed are in the NFL. Jonathan Taylor's here in Indianapolis now running running the game. Yeah, it was it was, it was was a really fun time. I would do it again in a heartbeat. I met so many people I'd never thought I'd meet in my life. Sean Payton's exactly like what he seems like, if anybody was wondering. <laughs> Still rocking his gold, his gold and white Jordans at the NFL Combine. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the presence of the most legendary shoes there are <laughs> in the NFL. It was insane. You are deep into the program. Do you have an internship set up or are you, pro- or are you in the process of looking? Like, how is that going so far? Uh, yeah, so I'm actually, at the very beginning, I was a double major. I was a sport management and a marketing major. So now I'm just strictly sports management because I wasn't really liking the business classes as much. I was like, sport management, this is literally, it just comes easy. It comes so easy to me. Uh, so... I now have to take an extra semester or two, but I am about to do the practicum next semester, the sport management practicum, which is what Brody did that you were yeah. talking about that you wanted pictures for. Yeah, so I was planning on doing that. That's what Mills and I were talking about last week, I believe. She was asking me like what I was planning on doing, and then she said I should do the practicum, and then I have contacts, though, with the Pacers, Colts, and NCAA, and I'm hoping to gain contacts through the Sports Corp, through the uh, practicum that I'm about to take but yeah so that's kind of like the plan and then I'm going to try to end up doing my internship either with Sports Corp one of my professors works for the NCAA she's I don't know if you know who Roberta Page is yeah you do yep she was I'm really close with her after taking one of her classes so I can get in there I work for the Colts right now for their 50-50 raffle and then the Pacers it would be one of my least connections that I have I'm just a conversion crew I just know um, 
Jeff Kitzler, I had him on my flyer and the project. So I work for them too, but I'm hoping to gain some more contacts that way and kind of like branch out. But as of right now, I'm just going to do the practicum. So it sounds like you have a pretty good network of people in your corner. Yeah, that was my main thing coming in was network. Yeah, so that, that wasn't really a thing that we had on the question, but if you wouldn't mind just how, so how do you go about doing that personally? Are you more of like, you're not afraid to reach out via email and like yourself, or you do it in person at events where you meet them? Um, usually, so if I have the opportunity to, I am, I am a social butterfly. You could ask all my friends. I will not stop talking. I love talking to people. I love like interacting with people. Uh, so if I can, like with the head in, or the head NFL security guy, I walked up to him, didn't know who he was. I just knew that he worked for the NFL. So I just started talking to him and stuff because just literally just brought anything up and the conversation carried on for like 45 minutes. So like I would prefer the one like face-to-face conversation. Like I'll walk up to him if I need to. Funny story. Uh, so before I worked for the Colts, the Colts had some type of little in-person conference at Grant Park and I, none of my friends wanted to go, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go. Frank Rice is going to be talking. Chris Ballard is going to be talking. I can meet so many people. But afterwards, actually, everybody that talked, like the vice VP of marketing, Chris Ballard, like stayed back to people. And there was only like, I think like 100 people, whatever. And it was like a three hour event. But first thing I did, because they, they supplied food, which was also really nice. So I ate while they were talking. And then once they were done talking, they kind of just stepped off the stage. First thing I did, I just left all my plates and stuff sitting down I'm like I'll take care of this later I walked straight up to Frank Reich and Chris Ballard and just started having a conversation with them and then afterwards I was like you know what I know there's other people want to talk to you thanks for taking the time and then walked away and then ended up talking to the vice VP of the Colts marketing team Uh, and then just kind of started talking to her but then leading up to how I said I took a class with Roberta Page we had to do an elevator speech which if you don't know if you don't know uh, what that is it's just like you kind of you would write this speech about if you got if you walked into an elevator and a certain person walked in and you would have this whole elevator ride to talk to them and pretty much pitch yourself to why like why you think you'd be a good person for the job or whatever like you'd be a good person to work for them so but we just got to make anybody up we want i was like whatever i want to work for the colts chris ballard i'm stuck in an elevator with chris ballard so I wrote my speech. Apparently, Roberta Page knows Chris Ballard personally, sent it to him. He he ended up sending it back, signing it, and then gave me his contact information in a handwritten card. And he remembered me from that conference of walking up to him. He's like, I saw your name and I instantly remembered who you were. He's like, it really took some guts to just walk up to somebody like that and just have a conversation with them, that good of a conversation with them. So I mean, it was pretty nice that that happened. Uh, it definitely helps if you push yourself out there and definitely talk to people. Don't be scared to talk. And then email. Nowadays with COVID, you kind of have to do the email, which I'm not scared to go ahead and just get an email and just shoot it to them. But it's a lot harder to like sell yourself over email than it is in person. So any day of the week, I talk to one-on-one. That is a really cool story. I know when I was there for undergrad, we I was trying to reach someone in the Pacers. It was Peter Dinwiddie at the time. He was like right under Larry Bird. And I mean, if you don't, like you said, he sent it back with his contact. If they don't give it to you, it is like impossible to find. Yeah. Uh, You cannot find it. Because of their firewalls and everything. Like you can guess it right, but then it's going to get sent back to you. 
the only way to end up contacting them that way is you would have to get on LinkedIn and find yeah. them and connect with them and you'd have to send probably the most perfect message possible just to catch their eye. So let me ask you let me ask you this question. If you're at an event and you're talking to someone, do you or do you not ask for the business card? I personally would not ask for it. If they like you, they will give you the contact information. But I would always I would always offer yours up first. And if they want me to have theirs, they'll give it to me. But I would never I would never just straight up be like, hey, can I have your business card? I just know that that is a popular debate among some people, whether or not yeah. you ask for it or you wait till they give it to you. But I don't really know where I sit on it. I just felt like you had a interesting take on it. So well, we're kind of breezing through these. Uh, yeah. The next one is, so if a high school senior, they were asking you about the UND program and whether or not you think it'd be a good fit for them. Would you recommend it to them? And if so, why or why not? Yeah, I would 100% recommend UND for the sport management program here. It's amazing. Like I said, like why I like it. Just the location. You're not downtown, so it's not going to be completely busy. Um, we are smaller than IUPUI, obviously, so we get we can have more of those one-on-one -on -one times with professors. Uh, the small class, you meet so many people, and just some advice I'd give them: definitely keep your head up, and you will. Yeah, you're gonna hear this like it's a skipping record, especially if you come to UND in the sport management program. But I'm gonna go ahead and say it first: network, network, and network. You have to network. You have to make those connections. If you do not put yourself out there and make those connections, you're not going to really get anywhere. Unless unless somehow, some way you get, like you're really lucky and like your parents already know people and you don't have to push yourself out there to make that connection. But if you're unlucky and like you live far away or you don't have those connections, you have to make them happen. No matter who it is, it doesn't matter who it is. They could end up being your boss one day or they could know somebody. So, I mean, I would just make connections to anybody and everybody you possibly can. You just never know where their future is going to take them or who they know. So before we wrap up with what you're wanting to end with, I want you to, uh, real quickly, this may sound odd. I haven't asked another guest before, but this seems to be going well. I'm assuming, did you ever have a meal plan on UND? Yeah. Or did you I, live on campus? Yeah. I've lived on campus for okay. years and I have one right now. Okay. So for people that are listening that are thinking... Uh, this is, you know, one of the final schools that they're trying to decide on. Give them comment on what you thought of, like, the food that was available on campus and then the size of it, uh, how easily you could, you know, how easily transportation was from one building to the next for class. Uh, so, yeah, we'll start off with the transportation. That one's easy. It literally takes seven minutes, if that, if that to get from one side of the campus to the other. Like, if you're going from corner to corner, obviously, it's going to probably be about 15 minutes. But, like, in a dorm... You could easily walk from your dorm to Esh in five minutes, if that. It's a small campus. It's really easy to get from one place to the other. You think you're like, I have 10 minutes to get across campus. It's not like Purdue. It's not like you got to hop on a, like seven buses to get to like another class. It's literally just you walk from one area to the next. It's And they're all kind of located in the same area. Like, yeah, there's classes, like other buildings that are kind of like just out there a little bit. But I mean, for the transportation, it's easy little walk. And if you want, you can get a bike. I honestly don't think it's necessary to have a bike on campus because it's so small. Uh, but transportation is really easy. And then the meals. 
Oh, so uh, definitely coming here compared to other colleges, I was like, okay, so we got a knockoff Subway, we got a knockoff Chipotle or Qdoba, and then we just got this burger place and then our cat. I definitely took granted of it. I didn't eat, like I ate streets because I was like, whatever I can get chicken tenders. And what'd, you, what'd you eat at streets? Chicken tenders and I got the cheeseburger. Those were like my- uh, I, uh, I lived on uh, the Ace Burger. The like the Big Mac, basically. Oh, they must have got rid of that. I, they don't oh, have that. The, that that was my favorite. But yeah, there's. I mean, it's a pretty popular one. Ace is definitely a popular. Or not Ace. Streets is definitely a popular one to go to. It's more of that like, I don't want to compare it like to this place, but I'm going to. It's kind of like your nearby McDonald's. You can literally get kind of like whatever you want. Um, but I mean, that was a good one. I don't really go to Ace that much, but because I'm not like. Usually when I'm the basic type of person, if I go to Subway or Penn Station, I'm getting turkey, lettuce, and honey mustard. That's it. That's all I get. So, I mean, I don't really go there that often uh, unless I kind of want a hot ham and cheese. If that sounds really good, I'll go there and I'll get, I'll go ahead and I'll ask for a bunch of ham and a bunch of American cheese and then heat it up. Now, recently, I didn't eat this for the whole first semester being here because I was like, whatever. I gotta say, Fiesta, Fiesta is my place to go. You get a burrito, oh, it is so good. Like it looks like if you take a if you take a visit here, it looks bad, but honestly, you take that first bite and it just melts in your mouth. It's actually people people diss on it, like diss on the food here a lot, but I think it's actually really good. But number the one that takes the number one spot, it only happens one day a week, and it's everybody's favorite day of the school year, Fridays. Fridays we have boneless wings. The boneless wings are the hottest thing on campus. Everybody is in there on Friday. Meal plan or not, they are paying that $7.50 for those wings. But obviously, and the portions, the portions are pretty good, especially if you go to the calf, you get all you can eat if you sit in. But obviously right now, due to COVID, they're not letting like people like everybody handle the silverware and stuff. So they're obviously giving you the portions and they're smaller. But if after COVID, like if you're uh, if you're like a freshman here or something like that, and you haven't been able to experience it, or if you're in high school and you're going to come in, I'm assuming all this COVID stuff's going to pass and things will hopefully go back to normal. But if that happens, then definitely the wings and just the portions in the calf are amazing. The food's not half bad. It's all right. Like the food normally is all right. The pizza is honestly pretty good. It's greasy, but it's good. But I've, I mean, I have the five meal plan right now, just in case if I don't have the money to go get groceries or if I'm just too lazy to go make food, I'll just either walk or drive over to Switz and I'll just get me a burrito. I cannot tell you the amount of burritos I've had this semester. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's up in like the double digits <laughs> on a five meal plan. But and then, I did the same thing when I lived off yeah. campus. I always had at least the five. Yeah. But I mean, I would highly recommend if if you're a freshman or if you go like if you still live here if you're gonna live in a dorm a hundred percent i'd get the 15 meal plan if you you know just because you can go to the grab and go but i mean the foods people diss on the food but the food's really nice i actually kind of like it <laughs> do you want to go ahead and inform everyone of what we were talking about before we went on about your guys new club yeah so here recently actually it was yesterday uh if you're watching this later it was October 20th we just started this new club that we haven't had before it's pretty much a business and sports management club 
we are calling it the SBPA, which stands for the Sports Business Professional Association. Right now, there's only seven of us. We all seven of us are getting got the board member spots. Uh, personally, I'm the vice president of it. And then my buddy, uh, Bertie Watson, is the president of it. And then we just have a bunch of other people doing small tasks like PR and stuff. What we want to do for the group is we want to help build the bridges between students and like uh, the companies that we like that you want to be working for. So Sports Corp, hopefully we can get a connection there and then stuff like that. Uh, we also want to help with internships. Like, yeah, you can go you can go to the Pro Edge and get all this stuff. But we want it to be strictly for business and sport management kids that want to go into the sports field. Obviously, we just started yesterday, so we are looking for new members. We do want to keep it like a family setting, so we kind of want to all be close because we feel like that family is necessary to have. Because if you're in a family setting, you just feel more comfortable with people. You trust people more. And then we can all kind of like share ideas and stuff and bounce back. Um, so definitely, if you are uh, a student here or even an alumni, we are we want to uh, we're going to have some alumni kind of like come and speak or like we haven't quite decided yet. But if you are interested in that, go ahead and email me. My email is edwardscr, so E-D-W-A-R-D-S-C-R at und.edu. Uh, we're definitely looking for new members. We're definitely going to be looking more into like getting more sponsorships through other people. So, I mean, if you know anybody that's trying to give a sponsorship or anything, uh, definitely let us know. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. We haven't really had a strict sports like sports club like this. Uh, I didn't even know we had it before until Cody informed me that they kind of had one like a kinesiology club. But we're trying to focus mostly on sport management and the business students. If you're interested, just go ahead and shoot me an email, and I can give you the details for it. Awesome. Thank you for taking the time. I know it ran longer than expected. No, it's fine. I got plenty of time on my hands. I gotta, I gotta ask: Is that a Saturdays for the boys flag in the back there? Yes, it is. It's <laughs> nice. I, I love my bar stool. I love my bar stool.